Welcome to The Swifterhood, a podcast all about Taylor Swift's lyrical genius. Whether you've known from her debut album that she's had a place in this world, or her folklore has become your evermore recently, we are here to faithfully and wholeheartedly deconstruct each song, lyric by lyric. Welcome to our show. Episode 204. (laughs) This is the Swifterhood podcast, not the Ellen show. (laughs) I don't don't know if many of you were confused. Hey, Morgan, I got a question for you. Don't you dare. (laughs) (laughs) Do do you ever think you would like to be on the radio? (laughs) You know, have you ever said... (laughs) (laughs) We're going to think we're like on drugs. To clarify, we are not on drugs. No, this is... Anyway, this is our natural state. I feel of like being. I'm in the Truman Show. Is that the Truman? Like where? Or no? What's the Groundhog yeah. Day? Oh, when the same thing <laughs> happens over and over uh-huh. again. We are deep into a day of recording, which just realistically means that we are kind of slap happy at this point, even yes. though it's still daytime. It is still daytime. It takes brain power to think thoughtfully. Yes, you all can be the judges of how thoughtfully those <laughs> thoughts are put though so the songs we are talking about today are everything has changed and run which i don't think i need to highlight uh-huh. why i paired these two i together. thought it was tuda and buddha and apple bottom jeans okay aaron <laughs> do you know those songs i know apple bottom jeans i don't i mean <laughs> i don't know what tuda and buddha is <laughs> Nor do I care to. (laughs) Okay. So everything has changed and run. Obviously, the link there is they are both uh, duets with Ed Sheeran. So we are going to start off like we do every episode with a fearless feature. Aaron, take it away. Okay. So the theme, everything has changed and run. I was thinking refugees because they have to flee their country and everything has changed for them. So how can you help with refugees? I do. I feel like I probably have brought this up. I worked for that refugee agency briefly. And something that I think is really cool that maybe not a lot of people realize, we may have done a fearless feature on it before. And so maybe you do realize, but essentially you can just Google a refugee resettlement agency near you and there should be several within your state. They're not always really close. Like the closest one here is about an hour away but if you live in a bigger city there's a high potential that there's an agency there and you can volunteer and basically what that would look like is potentially organizing their room with items when they set up someone's apartment um you could also just donate items to an agency like you know they always need like dishware silverware bed sheets um shower and bathroom cleaning supplies anything you if you were setting someone up in an in a home right because they've fled the country and it's taken them years to get here what would they need in their home you can donate those items just to clarify it probably hasn't taken them years to get here but maybe years to readjust um years to get approved for oh refugee resettlement yeah you can spend several years in a camp okay i just thought you meant not the flight though whoa that's a long flight right um, anyways, so you can donate or volunteer to a local resettlement agency. And we were thinking in particular of the Afghan refugees right now because of the crisis that's currently happening. So 
something else that you could do is to advocate for refugees and something that Congress will hopefully pass is the Afghan Adjustment Act. And I don't know like when this episode will be released. So hopefully this is still something you'll be able to do. But to ensure that Afghans find real lasting safety in the U.S., Congress should pass the Afghan Adjustment Act. (laughs) (laughs) We shouldn't be laughing in the middle of this. (laughs) I'll cut it all out. Which would allow Afghan humanitarian parolees to seek legal permanent residence in the U.S. So send a message to your representatives in Congress today and urge them to support the Afghan Adjustment Act. So the website will be listed. They also have a list of ways that you can advocate on their website as well. All right, Morgan, everything has changed. Everything has changed. Featuring Ed Sheeran. This is another song that sounds better um, on Taylor's version than the original. And I think that's for the ever ever same reasons that both of their um, vocals have improved vastly since they initially recorded this. Um, I really love that their friendship is expressed in these songs. And um, I think that everything has changed. It's okay. Like it's not, it's not my favorite song. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I don't, I don't mind listening to it, but it's not something that I love. Your feelings about this song, would you say that everything hasn't changed? I would say that, yes. <laughs> Thank you, Erin. Uh, I didn't myself. even know that there was a music video until today. I Yes, this is a constant bewilderment to me. Uh, the music video is following a day in the life of two young children who are in the same elementary class, as you recently learned. They are misfits and become good friends, but their platonic feelings turn into something more for children, I suppose. At the end of the video, it is revealed that the girl is Taylor's daughter and the boy is Ed's son, which is when I was like smacking you on the arm like, look, look, look. Yes. You also, I mean, I knew it was going to be something like that because about halfway through you asked me, do you think that these kids remind you of anyone? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh yeah, this little redhead kid and this blonde girl that he's playing with. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Well, hidden message in the song. Hyannis Port, which is in Cape Cod. Um, which is where uh, Taylor spent or bought that house next to the Kennedys. Yeah, she spent the 4th of July there. That was one of the like infamous parties. Yeah, but she's since sold that house and bought the one in Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that we're supposed to assume that the song is somehow related to Connor Kennedy, the brief I relationship. I think it's just when they met, like begin again is another perspective on the meeting. Yeah. All right. So you good to go? (laughs) Uh, That's the intro of the song. If you didn't get it, you dunces (laughs) is insulting the audience. A good way to start off. It's definitely not, but I mean, I don't, I don't. All right. All right. I'm wondering if they're still with us here at this point. Let's begin again, Morgan. Let's begin again. Verse one, Taylor Swift. All I knew this morning when I woke is I know something now, know something now I didn't before. <laughs> I mean, there's not much really. If, it's kind of, it's not that great. I mean, it's just, it's, it's fine. 
I think this song, and well, let's finish it there. And all I've seen since 18 hours ago is green eyes and freckles in your smile in the back of my mind making me feel like. Right. So we've gone through that whole verse now. Um, I think that they probably wrote this song really quickly. Yeah. Just joshing around, you know? Yeah, I I do find it interesting that this song made it on the album and a bunch of her vault songs did not because I don't think it's a very strong song. I do like the duet between the two of them. I think their voices sound really yeah. good together. Um, I think I do like it better than the um, Snow Patrol one. Mm-hmm. But once again, uh, I'm not a strong song. No. In my opinion, but I mean, she can't, all of her songs can't be that strong, you know, mm-hmm. like they just can't like, and do I like it better than a lot of other songs out there? Yeah. Because it's her. Sure. Yeah. I Do you think it's probably the first one they wrote together? Well, no, I think Run is actually the first one they wrote together. Interesting. I know the feeling that she's trying to explain, which is the feeling of Enchanted. Yeah. And Enchanted does that fabulously. Right. Whereas this one is just kind of like. Or the feeling of Begin Again, even. Like, it's mm-hmm. that feeling of, like, something new, something exciting. Like, finally, you're feeling that again after it's been so long since you've felt it. Yeah, it's exciting. And 18 hours ago is really specific. So this is, like, you know, the day after you've met someone you're into. And you're just thinking about how cute they were and how into them you are. Right? Right. And so in the back of my mind, making me feel like I just want to know you better know you better, know you better now. I just want to know you better, know you better, know you better now. Mm-hmm. It keeps going on. And that's the two of them together. Yeah. It says, because all I know is we said hello and your eyes look like coming home. And I know, all I know is a simple name. Everything has changed. All right. So I do have one note about, and your eyes look like coming home. Because the entire time I've listened to this song, I heard that as your eyes look like coming home like you want to come home with me which is really like really that is not how i forward it is and i thought it was weird and then i heard it again and was like oh coming home like your eyes look like the feeling of coming Coming home home. yeah and i think that's what she intended or they intended when they wrote this song makes a lot more sense and is way less weird (laughs) i have i have a misheard lyric that i'm just realizing Okay. All I know is a simple name. I thought it was all I all I know is a, in a single day. Oh. Everything has changed. No, it's just like, yeah, I just met you. I know Morgan. And you're just thinking Morgan. Then, like, you're thinking, oh, shit, I should have got their last name. Like, now I can't look them up. Like, I don't know nothing about them. I think my interpretation works as well. Is that all I know, all is, I know is that in a single day, everything has changed. All I know is that in a single day. It's a lot to fit in there. It's not in a that. Single day. All I know is in a single day, everything has changed. It's a bit wordy to fit in there, but I can see how you heard it. It makes sense. And both ways make sense. They do. I like mine better, to be honest. All I know is you held the door. I'm not going to sing. You'll be mine and I'll be yours. Still not going to sing. I know since yesterday. I don't know, Erin, if everyone wants to hear you singing. (laughs) Everything has changed. So I was about to point out a minute ago that this is one of the harder Taylor Swift songs for me to sing. So I didn't like really try and hit those. So you're just you're (laughs) just feeling a bit ambitious these days, huh? No, no. Um, 
I think I'm just bored by the lyrics and wanted to sing them. So once again, you know, all I know is you held the door. At that I mean, I once again, I immediately think of like, stay, stay, stay when she says you carried the groceries. Hmm, and he's very gallant. And also uh, begin again when you pull out the chair. You pulled out your chair and waited. Like, so it's, yeah, it's a night. It's a nice change for mm-hmm. her from someone that probably didn't do those little acts before. Gentilhomme. Gentlemen. Um, and that is nice. You do really appreciate that. But I do feel like Begin Again captures it better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they wrote this together. So they had to agree on lyrics. And they definitely have different lyrical styles. So that's that's like a challenge in and of itself. How to figure out how to do that. Right. All right. So verse two. Both of them. Um, well, is it both of them? It, it says verse two, Ed and Taylor, but I thought it was just Ed in this part. Yeah, I think it is just Ed. Okay. Well, and all my walls stood tall, painted blue and I'll take them down. I'll take them down and open up the door for you. Oh, cause then Taylor comes in with, and all I feel is in my stomach is butterflies. Mm-hmm. The beautiful kind making up for lost time, taking flight, making me feel like. Apparently there's like handwritten lyrics that that was supposed to go all I feel in my stomach is butterflies, the beautiful kind, falling for a Gemini. This feels right, making me feel like... Oh, interesting. But Connor's apparently not a Gemini, so... Well, it may be because she was writing it with Ed. It yeah. was I don't know what his sign is either. What do you think about painted blue? Do you think it's just to get the rhyme scheme for door for you? No, I think it's like another example of like on this album she uses the she uses colors to portray emotions and blue until Joe blue has meant sad um like closed cold. off, cold, chilly and here it's like so I had all these walls up, my guards up. They were painted blue. They were they were you weren't going to be able to break like I was not letting anyone in. And for her at this point, red is the warm color. Yeah. However, like later perspective, I do think she still sees blue as cold. But I think Joe maybe struggles with sadness and stuff. Yeah. But she sees it more positively because of him and her perspective on the color red has changed uh, as well. But that is interesting. Thank you for your answer to my question, Morgan. Appreciate you. Try. <laughs> um, pre-chorus, we go into I Just Want to Know You Better Again. It says that a lot more times. That's the entirety of the chorus. <laughs> I'm actually surprised it's not called I Want to Know You Better. Yeah. Know You Better would be the title. Yeah. <laughs> Everything has changed. It's just the final oomph on yeah. the end of it. And it goes into the chorus again, which is the same, right? Yes. And then, oh, okay, here we go. Here's something new. Bridge, Taylor Swift and Ed Sheeran together. Come back and tell me why. I'm feeling like I've missed you all this time. And meet me there tonight and let me know it's not all in my mind. I I think that part is really pretty, the way that Taylor sings it. Yeah, me too. I wish I could sing that like she does. And the two of them together there is just like... it. Their voices do go really well together, like you said. They harmonize well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think feeling like I've missed you all this time is like you feel like you already know the person. Ooh, tell me why. Ooh. Come Back is also in another song. Tell me why. But yeah, it's like meeting a person that you feel like you've known already for a long time. Like she said, your eyes look like c- coming, coming home. home. Mm-hmm. Someone that I already feel familiar and comfortable with. 
and then let me know that I'm not making it up like enchanted. And then um, the outro is all I know as we said hello. So dust off your highest hopes. All I know is pouring rain and everything has changed. All I know is a newfound grace. Hmm. State of. All my days, I know your face. I'll know your face. So like future. All I know since yesterday is everything has changed. So I think the outro is probably the strongest lyrically, in my opinion. Um, because it's just... It, so dust off your highest hopes is probably my favorite lyric. And I just noticed that one as we were looking at it. You know, because I was just kind of singing it mindlessly because this song feels very fluffy to me. Yeah. But, like, you didn't have your highest hopes for a long time, right? And, yeah, so you're dusting them off, putting them back out there. That's really tender. (laughs) I like that. And, you know, the the rain metaphor again that we haven't really, really haven't heard since Fearless. Yeah. And so all I know is pouring rain. So, yes, in in this instance, it's like all I know is sadness and um depression and gray skies but everything's changed and then newfound grace that's you know newfound um accept acceptance like forgiveness of yourself and lack of judgment maybe from the partner and then all my days i'll know your face so maybe the face symbolizes this everything has changed I mean, even if they don't end up together, that's true. Everything has changed when you enter a relationship. Yep. It strikes me initially as very bold to be like, we're going to be together forever. Right. After this one moment. But maybe that's how she felt at the time. So uh, what was um, your overall ranking of it? Everything has changed. Okay. My overall ranking for everything has changed was number 136. What was yours? 105. Okay. So lower for me. And then... On the album, I ranked it 25. I have it 19. Okay, 19 is where I had the last one, I think, from the previous episode. Was it? Which one? Um, What were the two ones we did? I Knew You Were Trouble and... Oh, yeah. Um, I Bet You Think About Me. I Bet You Think About Me was 19 for me. Okay. Yeah, this is 25 for me. It's, yeah, not to me, the music video is as fluffy... And warm as the song is. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. I think the music video actually like pumps it. Makes it better. Makes the song better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Gives it a bit of a boost. In that scene, I will say of her and like baby Tay and baby Ed in the tent is a lot like, you know, the scene from Willow. And um, it's very reminiscent of. um, Seven. No. Uh. We should be friends. Oh, what is the song on um, Lover? Lover. Um, with the little Give like. Give more details than song from Lover. It's the penultimate song. Um, we can just be friends. We sh- are like with. there. She goes through the three like when they. Oh, it's nice to have a friend. It's nice to have a friend. Yes. Thank you. Love it. Very underrated song. Very underrated song. And the scenes in the music video remind me of the first and second, like the first verse of um, It's Nice to Have a Friend. Yeah. Oh, man, we should talk about those. When are we ever going to get to them? I know. Okay. Well, so much good. 
her discography is so big. It's amazing. We so have much so, content. So much content. We'll be slinging tent for years. All right. So uh, that any last thoughts on everything has changed? No, I think this is going to be probably one of our shorter episodes because I maybe should have stuck a third one in here, but then it would have ruined the whole Ed Sheeran um, vibe. So I didn't. But both of these songs, I, I feel like are are just kind of okay. But we will continue on and talk about Run. Mm -hmm. What was your first impression when you heard it? This sounds a lot like everything has changed. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I thought it sounds like how their voices do, obviously, because it's their voices. But I don't think the song itself sounds like everything has changed. I don't know what it is about the two of them, the two songs, but I just there's nothing that's like substantive about it or something like mm -hmm. they're just kind of they don't get very deep there's no big like moment that draws you in mm -hmm. there's nothing that there's no third verse flip yeah there's no like in like what's the word um influx in like music or something that's gonna like really amp it up or bring it down or change you're feeling halfway through. It's just kind of subpar. Yeah. This is one of those songs for me that I think is beautiful musically, but I'm not really into the lyrics. Yeah. But I, I love how it sounds. I think it is just, their voices just pair well together, honestly. They do. And so that's why, I, I mean, that's why they're good. And because I like both of them and I, I like listening to them sing. I just, there's nothing catchy about either of the songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. In our opinion, I, we would love to hear if you guys have different thoughts on them, please. True. Do you feel any differently about it now from your first impression? It's kind of the same. No, it's kind of the same. I mean, I, I don't, I don't necessarily skip it. But it's not something that I am, like, looking forward to hearing. I've been putting the more, like, upbeat songs in my queue on Spotify for when I'm running. And this, of course, has to go on there. And I always, like, giggle a little bit because I'm running. Yeah, and it's yeah, okay. run. <laughs> I also like to put Ready to Run by the Chicks. Do you just, like, search run in Spotify <laughs> and say add, add, add? <laughs> no, I just think I'm funny sometimes, okay? <laughs> I chuckle to myself. Run is a song Taylor Swift wrote with Ed Sheeran. Like we said, I say Sheeran. I feel like uh, there's a good setup for a joke here. Like run, Sheeran. Like there's some type of joke that could be made here. <laughs> I'm missing it. Brain's too slow to think of it. Or just... You hate it. You hate puns. <laughs> I love I was, puns. I was going to say, like, help me out here. But then I was like, I love puns, at your face. But puns that are good. This is not a good pun. God damn. All right. Make, <laughs> make, make your opinion heard. Okay. So anyways, uh, while working on 2012 album Red, Swift said in an interview that the song Run and Everything Has Changed were written on a trampoline. Oh, interesting. When they met. And Ed said about it, we wrote Run, and then we wrote Everything Has Changed. So yeah, he wrote that. they wrote that one first. Maybe like a week later, and I remember thinking, well, Run is the one that's going to make the album. Run was always like 
my favorite one, but everything has changed just ended up sounding better because I think we produced them differently or whatever. So everything has changed has, had made the album. Run had just been there for years and years, and I've never really wanted to nudge Taylor about it because it's, you know, it's her song and her thing. But I've always been secretly hoping that one day she would be like, hey, this song was cool. And so, yeah, we recorded that, and it's great. It's really great. And I'm so happy that it's seeing the light of day. Thanks, Ed. <laughs> Thanks, Ed. So... <sighs> I do like that they always have, they both, both of them have like little intros. Oh, like at the beginning of each song? Yeah. yeah like, I noticed that, the parallel. Like this one's one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. And the other one's like, what did you, how, how did it go? Ready, let's go. Or. Uh, you good to go? Good to go. My question for you would be, why do you think that everything has changed, made it and not run? My immediate thought is because of the way that it's situated in um in the album is it's you know it's before it's at that switch in the album when she's going from heartbreak heartbreak to like newfound uh freedom newfound love and run didn't really fit in with the trajectory of the remainder of the album mm-hmm. that's my initial thought but once again i'm this is entirely speculation obviously right what about um, you? It, are you? Do you feel like you need to tell me that? Because a judge would say, speculation. <laughs> a judge wouldn't say that. The what opposing, do they say? Opposing counsel would say, objection, speculation. Okay. <laughs> I'm just picturing um, um, Richard Gere. <laughs> Every and time it, I picture a lawyer, a tap dance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, erroneous. Okay. So anyways, we're, let's get on into it then. I think Run is a better song to conclude that thought. Okay. One, two, three, four is Ed's in- intro. And um, give me the keys. I'll bring the car back around. We shouldn't be in this town. And my so-called friends, they don't know. I'd drive away before I let you go. So what do you think? So-called friends. Dorothea has so-called friends. Not Betty. <laughs> yes. Um, but what do you mean? But what about we shouldn't be in this town? I don't know. Like, I have so many questions about this song and not a lot of answers. And there's things that don't make sense to me. Yeah. I mean, the story when I you're hear, telling is not clear. Yeah, because when I hear we shouldn't be in this town, you're kind of, I'm kind of thinking like exile or, you know, like this this town where. Well, that's the title of the song, right? Like run. Yeah. So like what? They're not supposed to be together. So do you think their idea for this was like it's a couple of outlaws like Bonnie and Clyde? Yeah. Perhaps. Getaway car? Mm-hmm. Give me the keys. I'll bring the car back around. So, yeah, I mean, that's a getaway car, right? Yeah. Like, you're in a hurry. Give them to me. I'll bring the car around. We shouldn't be here. And then a, a different thought. My so-called friends, they don't know. I'll drive away before I let you go. That's very different from Outlaws. That's my friends don't understand that I would leave them before I would leave you. Or that you mean this much to me. Right. But very different than we need to get the hell out of town. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't. I'm I'm lost. So give me a reason and don't say no. No. There's a chain around your throat, piece of paper where I wrote, I'll wait for you. 
There's a key on the chain. There's a picture in the frame. Take it with you. All right. So, Morgan, I've been actually waiting to talk to you about this song. Okay. I don't know if I'm going to be able to give you as much insight as you Trying to figure this the fuck out. There are so many objects and so many things happening. And I have looked at this on the lyrics and just tried to figure out, like, are these, you know, those things that are like A is to B. Yeah as whatever <laughs> if you don't know what i'm talking about then that was probably really confusing like to an hear. analogy an analogy yeah if you were taking a test it would be like this is to this as this is to that i thought it might be one of those pairings but there are just so many objects like what the hell is going on in this okay so let's see if we can sort it out okay by talking through it because sometimes that happens it does there's a chain round your throat so that's you're wearing a necklace mm-hmm piece of paper where i wrote i'll wait for you okay there's a key on the chain referring back to the preceding chain yeah i would assume so there's a picture in a frame so this would make more sense if if like the second line referred back to the piece of paper do you know what i mean yeah but instead, now we have three objects. Yeah, we have. Which piece. feels chaotic to me. We have a chain, we have a piece of paper. There's a lot going on here. A picture, but we also have the key on the chain. It's confusing, and there's a lot happening. What do you think? Have you made any sense of it now that we just read that? Well, so whenever I hear this song, I, I just automatically think of one of those. Um, those tiffany like chain necklaces she's wearing one in the i knew you were trouble video really yeah she's wearing that necklace with the key on it so uh, that's what i'm automatically thinking of is like there's a chain with the key and the key is supposed to unlock like your heart essentially and so the piece of paper a lot of people you know like maybe that's it kept in the locket that needs to be unlocked i don't really know but it, it's not a locket because there's a key that there, would make sense isn't there a locket later on in the song uh the locket you keep it in your pocket yeah <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a little bit of a dr seuss book uh-huh the locket in your pocket um <laughs> And there's a picture in a frame. I mean, so so maybe the the key is next to the locket. Yes, I d- and there's the picture in the frame. This is why I don't like this song. It's and it's just, all one locket. Maybe it's all one o- object. I don't get it. Okay. Okay. There's the chain. There's the piece of paper inside the picture frame. No, I think the picture frame is separate. I think the picture frame is like what she sings about on 1989 <sighs> so many times, like. Or the picture on the dresser, you know, like the picture of the two of you. Like, There's one in a vault song from the last from album. The last album, and also like 1989. There's always like the picture with the mm-hmm. kissing on the How cheek. I get the girl. Yeah. So I think that that's what the picture is. There's a key on the chain. I don't know. There's just this is just a bunch of random objects. Seemingly, but she's saying to me. take it with you. I'm just very confused, and the perspective is changing. Listeners, if you have made sense of this, please let us know. Please, please send us your answers. I can't figure it out for the life of me. But see, and then, but then the next one is and run. So the chorus is and run like you'd run from the law. So once again, outlaws like the beginning. 
Darling, let's run. Run from it all. We can go where our eyes can take us. Go where no one else is. Run. Oh, we'll run. Oh, we'll run. Oh, we'll run. So what do you... I, I don't... We can don't, go where they our want? eyes can take us. Like, any... any you can really... Only, can't see that far honestly yeah it's not very far but i guess it's just like your imagination um what are they running from i guess just like the the judgment of their relationship or like the people that say they shouldn't be together or the people that like don't understand it paparazzi paparazzi i think there's a lot of explanations um, I mean, they essentially want to go where no one else is. So it's like, I think it includes everyone but them. Okay. So right. next verse, verse two. is, so you laugh like a child and I'll sing like no one cares. No one to be, no one to tell. Okay. Well, you laugh like a child is reminiscent of begin again. So this seems to be the same person, at least for her, from her perspective. It's about uh, Connor Kennedy. Mm, I'll sing like no one cares. It kind of reminds so that that quote like laugh like no one can, like no one's watching, watch. or that's dance, dance like no one can is watching. Sing like no one can hear you. Laugh like that. What's the laugh one? Laugh like no one. I don't know. Those are like those things people put in their kitchens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like that's with like, quotes on that them. reminds me of like laugh like no one can hear you. Maybe and sing like no one cares. Laugh. Okay, so laugh like a child. I think it's just like carefree. Children yeah. are carefree. I just think it's that's it. It's as simple as that. I'll sing like no one cares. At, for a singer to say that, that that is big. Yeah. Because you can be off tune like me. Yes. Well, off key. <laughs> um, no one to be, no one to tell. So you don't have to be anyone for anyone else. You don't have to tell anyone to be anyone else. No one to tell what? No one to tell that you're being someone that you're not supposed to? Like no one telling on you? No one no one to tell your secrets? Yeah. No one to tell. You're not telling anyone you're running away. Yeah, maybe. Mayhaps. Okay. I could see this view a hundred times. Pale blue sky reflected in your eyes. So give me a reason and don't say no. And the note from the locket. You keep it in your pocket. See, that's why I think that's the piece of paper that she was referring to. Mm-hmm. Is in the locket, but that's a key. No, in the note from your locket, you keep it in your pocket. Oh, I don't know. I just don't there's know. There's a key on the chain, remember? Yeah. Not a locket. Maybe there's a locket with a key. It's all one piece. Mm -hmm. The piece of paper is in the locket, we know. He keeps it in his pocket, or she does. The picture and the frame are separate. <laughs> there are so many fucking objects. That's why I said it's just kind of a mess. So maybe the, that's why it was never included because it's just like doesn't make any sense. Yeah, the metaphors are a little out of control. And since I gave it to you, there's a heart on your sleeve. I mean, that one's easy. You wear your heart but, on your sleeve. Those aren't metaphors, I guess. I don't even know what they are. They're just I'll you're saying objects. I'll take you it have. when I leave and hold it for you. So he has her heart. That she wears on her sleeve, that she sleeve, pours. I'll take it when I leave. And I, I kind of like that. There's yeah. a heart on your sleeve. I'll take it when I leave. That's that's it's clever. Cute. Yep. And hold it for you. Since I get, yeah, these these are tender. They're sweet lyrics. It's just like you said. It's not very deep. Yeah. 
and run like you'd run from the law. Let's run. And then we can go like they're trying to chase us. Go where no one else is. So are they pretending? I don't know, Erin. I told you, I don't know. (laughs) I guess I didn't care. And I guess you and I guess I liked that. Um, I don't know. Yeah. As to the to me at this point in time, we can go like they're trying to chase us. They're pretending. Yeah. What? It, so they're not really running from anyone. Do you think they just want to like elope or something? I don't know what I think anymore. There's been this hole in my heart. Yeah. This thing was a shot in the dark. So we just thought we'd try it. Say he'll never let him tear us apart. Okay. There's not, there's just nothing to really say about it. It's not very cohesive. It's, it's not well written, truth be told. But Ed really likes it. There's a few good lyrics in there and clever. I love how it sounds. Yeah, no, it has a good sound to it. I really like it. And when we had the Swifterhood release party, we had a listener say, like, everyone is sleeping on this song and, like, love it so much. It's great to sing. I think it's beautiful. Looking at it and like dissecting the words, it's pretty fluffy. Yeah. And if you guys have um, thoughts about it that we're completely missing, I really want to hear them. Mm-hmm. What was your ranking for this song on the album? 25. Mine was 22. Okay. May- perhaps, mayhaps just the sound of it. Yeah. I do enjoy this song. Okay, so moving on to Tell Me Why. Glorious underscore Swift on Instagram said and posted a thing that's been posted and reposted several times about Taylor. It's a rumor that Taylor is said to be cast in a David O. Russell film set in the Great Depression to be alongside Margot Robbie, Christian Bale, and there were other actors, and I just didn't write them all down. But famous people, you know. Okay, interesting. What do you think about it? I don't really have much to think about. It'd be fun to see her in a movie. Very Marjorie-like. What if she played a character named Marjorie? That would be really cool. I do love Christian Bale. I love Margot Robbie. Well, okay. Taylor trivia. Taylor trivia. You can see the question because I printed it out. But I have a question for you, Morgan. And I hope you weren't looking ahead and trying to prep this answer. I didn't. I'm just going to say I don't know the answer to it. Okay. How did Taylor Swift and Ed sheeran meet i have absolutely no idea how did they meet can you take a gander at our secret session taylor wrote some of ed's lyrics on her arm for one of her concerts and ed heard about it and then basically reached out and was like can we connect which lyrics were they i don't know don't know that much okay sorry about it (laughs) good trivia (laughs) <laughs> All right. Well, we'll write your name. This is our plug section. We have t-shirts available on our website for uh, merch, which is the Bonfire website, which will be linked in the episode description. So get your t-shirts. Uh, we have a variety of different styles that you can pick from and colors you can change. Uh, we do ship internationally, like we said last time. And our Bias of Whiskey on Ice is also linked if you just want to support the show with a donation. We're not actually using that money to go out and purchase a whiskey. Yes, we we thought that we should probably (laughs) clarify that. In case you were all dunces. Second time I've said that today. It is. 
follow Actually, us second on time on this episode. <laughs> follow us on social media and email us at swifterhoodpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on the Twitter, on the Instagram, on the TikTok at Swifterhood Podcast or something derivative, something similar. Swifterhood P. <laughs> That's right. Okay. You wanna take it out? Say something? Ciao. Bye.